Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I invite you to check out over 4,000 of my written reviews. You can read anytime. Quipster.net is where to go. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. While you're there, I do encourage you to check out my other podcast. It's called Around the World in 80s Movies, where I look at in-depth, very in-depth, a lot of the movies that you enjoyed from the 1980s. I've got over 170 reviews as of this recording here in early 2021, so definitely something for everyone. Around the world in 80s movies. Today I'm going to be getting into a request. Aretha wrote to me and asked if I had seen The Hunt, and I had not seen The Hunt, so that put that on my list of films to watch. The Hunt is a film that came out briefly in theaters in 2020 and then was later released a couple of weeks later on VOD and that was because it was released shortly before a lot of the movie theaters were being closed down due to the COVID pandemic. It's an R-rated film. It does have strong bloody violence and language throughout. The runtime is about an hour and a half. Betty Gilpin, Hilary Swank, Wayne Duvall, Ike Barinholtz, Emma Roberts, and Ethan Supley are in this film. The director's Craig Zobel, and the screenplay credited to Nick Hughes and Damon Lindelof. Now, if you haven't heard of The Hunt, the explanation here is that it's like a violent, satirical take on that really old movie from the 1930s. It was also a, a short story back in the 1920s, The Most Dangerous Game. Except in this one, the human, or humans here, that are hunted are being hunted by liberals. They're kidnapping and hunting down deplorables, which is, of course, if you know your politics from the last few years, you know that deplorables is the name that has been adopted by many Trump supporters. Trump, by the way, is never mentioned by name, nor are specific political parties in this film. The name comes from, actually, Hillary Clinton called them deplorables, a lot of the Trump supporters back in the 2016 election campaign. Now, these deplorables, the one in this film, though, wake up in this undeclosed rural area. They're gagged, these online bloggers, these internet trolls that have claimed to expose this scandal online called Mannergate. But they're now bound and gagged, and but they're left keys and tools and weapons to potentially defend themselves and get free from being hunted down. The private, jet-flying, caviar-consuming liberal elites are hunting them down, despite giving them a sporting chance. Although the odds are heavily stacked, however, one of these captives is able to give the hunters, in the end, a run for their money. Now, screenwriters Nick Hughes and Damon Lindelof, if you watch TV shows like The Leftovers or Watchmen, you know those names. They came up with the idea for The Hunt after they were discussing these people that took up arms... Uh, during Pizzagate in 2016, Pizzagate is the debunked conspiracy theory that members of the Democratic Party were involved in human trafficking, and Bill and Hillary Clinton specifically were accused of running this child sex ring out of the basement of a pizza parlor. The filmmakers wanted to push these political ideas, these stances, these conspiracy theories to an extreme in which the repugnant acts could be justified. They wondered if there was anything that could be thought of that they might choose not to believe about the other side of the political spectrum or that they might choose not to believe about them. Pretty much left and right seems to think the other side is is pure evil for a lot of reasons. 
After seeing Jordan Peele's film in 2017 called Get Out, the screenwriters determined that they wanted to make a film that would fit in with the kind of movies that were made by Jason Blum of Blumhouse Productions. Socially relevant but potent films, Get Out, Black Klansman, The Purge series. They also drew inspiration from the TV comedy show Veep because that show ran headfirst into controversial subject matter that didn't seem to offend because the audience already got the kind of entertainment that it is. So they decided that they wanted to push it out of the realm of the believable. They concocted this larger-than-life scenario full of gory violence, silly caricatures from both sides of the political spectrum to pit against each other, and they opted to make the liberals, in this case, the hunters, thinking that that was funnier because they would likely be much worse at it. Liberals would be so into concocting rules of governance and fairness about how it should play out that it would impede their ability to carry out what they wanted to do, which is to exterminate the deplorables in this case. Now, Hughes is a registered Republican, Lindelof a Democrat, but both know liberal viewpoints. They've been working within the Hollywood establishment for many years, which is known as a very liberal place. They consulted with Trump-supporting friends to try to gain perspective on how they would react under such dire circumstances that they defined in the script. And they brought in conspiracies about a deep state running the country, as well as their prevailing attitude that immigration diminishes the American way of life. The liberals would label these deplorables as deeply racist and ignorantly xenophobic people, and therefore their killing of them would be justified, at least for the purpose of this film. Now, for the director, the screenwriter secured the services of Craig Zobel. Zobel had directed several episodes of The Leftovers for them, and they had a good working rapport with him. Zobel directed from the stance of making a movie that was entertaining instead of one that was preachy or overtly political. He wanted to make something that he'd be excited to see, something that would make him laugh about himself instead of being offended by it. Now, you could view the hunt in this case as a metaphor for the online chatter from both sides of the political spectrum. If you've ever read a forum or read comments under a Facebook post that was political, you know (laughs) how insulting it can be. Neither side willing to listen to the other and the last resort of their disagreements, at least if you watch this film, spills over into violence. This is all about winning, about eradicating the other side. They don't really want to share information. They just want to completely decimate the people who disagree with their notions of what life should be like in the United States. Now, in addition to the two battling sides, they also wanted to find something that would unite audiences that were watching this film from whatever side of the political spectrum they identify with. Now, for this, they created a main protagonist. Her name is Crystal May Creasy. She's an Afghanistan war vet from Mississippi. We come to find that she may have been targeted based on a misconception of who she is based on her background and maybe the way that she talks, audiences, regardless of their politics, would agree that Crystal is a hero and would hope for her survival to the end. Jason Blum, he was happy to take on the hunt, which he felt was similar to the Purge series in its political underpinnings, but with much more emphasis on humor and on action. Blumhouse Productions, they had a deal with Universal Pictures, which funded the project this budget of $15 million. The screenwriter The screenwriters were nervous about a major studio being on board for such a political movie, but they were left alone pretty much throughout most of the production phase. The shoot took place in the New Orleans area. They hired some local talent for the crew. There was a wide range of political ideologies, as you could imagine, in Louisiana among the cast and the crew, but 
All who worked on the film found the subject matter amusing instead of offensive, which meant they were on the right track. It was set initially for a September 27th, 2019 release date. The trailer for The Hunt was released a couple of months earlier, which emphasized its thriller horror elements, a la The Purge, rather than its absurdity approach to satire. However, it did meet with immediate controversy in the wake of three mass shootings, one in Gilroy, California on July 28th, and then another in El Paso, Texas on August 3rd, and Dayton, Ohio a few hours later. So, the tone of the trailer, with its characters branding assault rifles and other high-powered weaponry, was deemed at that point as highly problematic and disturbing to have on television. After ESPN refused to run the commercials, Universal stepped in and pulled all advertising until the shootings were no longer driving the news cycles. A test screening in Los Angeles a little bit later met well, but The Hollywood Reporter reported that many audience members were uncomfortable with the film's politics. The article, which was written by somebody who had not seen the film, cited lines from the script that they had obtained specifically targeting Trump and his supporters. The filmmakers pushed back on this article. They stated that in focus groups that were held after the screening, a couple of audience members found annoyance when the film seemed preachy, but none of the people that they had interviewed were offended or dismayed at all by the experience of watching The Hunt. Audiences also did not think that the film should be affected by the recent mass shootings because it is clearly a fantasy. Blumhouse and Universal then decided that they wanted to proceed with releasing the film on its intended date based on the feedback. But that's when Trump, because he was dealing with the aftermath of the shootings, he was receiving criticism that his incendiary rhetoric was somehow responsible for the escalation in violence in the United States. Fox News and right-wing media sources took to his side. They began to attack Hollywood, this movie in particular, as globalist elites targeting Trump supporters for death. On August 9th, 2019, President Trump, he used this opportunity to turn the heat toward Hollywood as responsible for real-world violence. He tweeted that liberal Hollywood is racist at the highest level and with great anger and hate, and that releasing this film, which he did not name in the tweet, would inflame and cause chaos. In comments made from the White House, Trump declared that they would be very tough coming after Hollywood for the racist way that they portray his supporters and how they create violence with their movies. The filmmakers pushed back on this. Their film satirized, they felt, both sides equally, but it was being deliberately misunderstood to score political points. But the stirring controversy proved too strong in the end. Death threats began, not only toward the filmmakers, but also toward executives at Universal. And so the day after Trump's comments, the movie was shelved by Universal. The filmmakers could only muse on the irony that the follow-the-leader hysteria was based on misinformation from these internet outlets jumping to immediate conclusions and not listening to what they had to say. That could lead to the demise of their satire on the dangers of that very subject. So, later on, in February 2020, after the Fuhrer had moved on from their movie to a variety of other issues, Universal put it back on the schedule with a March 13th release date. No changes at all were made to the film, but there was a new trailer that was made to reframe it as much more of a humorous action flick instead of a horror film where a lot of Trump supporters get killed. And they wanted to capitalize on the initial controversy as well that it had generated in 2019. Now, given that the film was now firmly within the election year, the timeliness should prove even more relevant 
than it had been before. Now, while Trump did attack this as a liberal film, The Hunt is much more of an indictment against the extremist postures of both sides of the political spectrum. However, even within that, there is a bit of false equivalency, I suppose, for some viewers, much like Trump said that there were very fine people on both sides between the white supremacist and neo-Nazi contingent at Charlottesville and those who were protesting racism, the filmmakers also equate people who believe in global warming and want universal health care as equally dangerous as these xenophobic QAnon conspiracy spouting racists. I guess that's where the comedy comes into play. Your typical Whole Foods shopper can take arms against internet trolls. It seems absurd in its face. The film features Betty Gilpin. She was one of the stars of Netflix's Glow, and she also had worked with Craig Zobel before on an episode of American Gods. Ike Barinholtz, Emma Roberts, Ethan Supley, Hilary Swank. Swank plays the main leftist named Athena, although we're not really shown her face until at least over an hour into the film, as if audiences would be thrilled to see a recognizable face. We expect both sides to be unlikable, but in this case, none of them are really that interesting to follow. The character of Don, by the way, was supposed to be played by Don Johnson, but they had already cast him in Watchmen, so that limited his availability. The Hunt is, as a film, extremely violent. It tries to be a titillatingly gory vehicle to attract the horror crowd, much like The Purge did. Although neither this or The Purge are really within the horror genre. They're much more action thrillers. Much of the action here is propelled by the surprise of the kill, as well as the stylishness of each dispatching. And while there was an interesting notion here to see this minor civil war erupt between elitist liberals and conservative rubes, the film really doesn't dig deep enough into the tension between these two factions to make for an effective satire. They merely pit each side like pawns to take each other out until the two queens from each side do battle in the end. The characterizations, I think, are too broad. The targets are too ill-defined to make for an effective satire. And that relegates The Hunt to being a movie that's more intriguing to hear about than to watch as a full-length effort, since much of the action and the horror elements are familiar for genre fans. The humor is welcome to temper the brutal violence, but it's only mildly amusing at best. Betty Gilpin, I do think, though, makes for a solid action hero here, meant to represent the 70% of Americans who are not nearly as tribal as the deplorables or these elitist leftists and who are tired of politics. Swank happens to be a fitting foil for Gilpin, weighty in her screen presence, as well as fit in physique. Unfortunately, the rest of the delights for this film are too few and far between, beyond the casting choices. Hughes and Lindelof, they toyed with the idea of perhaps making a sequel if The Hunt proved successful. Maybe Gilpin could continue on as an action hero, kind of like John McClane did for the Die Hard series with a new set of circumstances. But the COVID pandemic closed down many theaters shortly after its release, and the film moved to VOD, where it really didn't perform that well. Now, real life, by the way, I, I happen to be recording this uh, inauguration day, 2021, so well after the fact that this came out. And a lot has happened between the time it came out in theaters and on VOD and today, because real life just seems even more outlandish than anything that Hughes and Lindelof came up with for this film. After the 2020 election, the president of the United States, who the year before said that liberal Hollywood was full of great anger and hate, was here accused of inciting hundreds of his supporters, many who are in white supremacist hate groups, 
to try this last-ditch effort to derail the confirmation of the electoral votes based on his assertion that there was no way he could have lost to Joe Biden and that the election was stolen through some sort of mass voter fraud, even though they struggled to find proof of this. Now, his supporters and many right-wing political outlets went with that narrative, echoed the line in the hunt, you wanted it to be real, so you decided it was, and a violent attack was launched on the United States Capitol building, assaulting many police officers and killing five people in the skirmish. Some participants in the attack called for the assassination of the vice president and the Speaker of the House. Now, if you think about all of that happening, if that were a movie, that is much more outlandish than this Mannergate premise within the satire of The Hunt. So it feels like The Hunt is not that outlandish anymore compared to what you found in the real news just in January of 2021. So just by watching the news, you can see this represented in a much more crazy fashion than Hollywood could deliver. So two and a half stars is what I'm giving. The Hunt, two and a half stars out of four on my scale means that it had the tools, it had the talent to be something that I could recommend to most people, but it somehow falls just short. And the reason why I do think that it falls short is because, you know, in satire, you definitely want to have a subject that you want to attack. And here, I think it's just too broad and it's not deep enough to really land any kind of solid blow. So you have an okay action movie, some pretty good actors in it, and a lot of fairly gory kills, I suppose, if you're looking for that. But that still is very derivative of a lot of other movies that you may have seen along these lines. And the only thing that is unique, it doesn't really want to attack head on, which is its commentary on the current state of politics in the United States. So two and a half stars out of four is the best I can give The Hunt. Now, obviously, you're going to have a lot of different reactions to The Hunt, as well as this review of The Hunt, depending on your political persuasion, I suppose. If you have your own thoughts on this film that you want to impart to me, you can find my contact information at my website. That's at quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Links to my Twitter feed, my Facebook page, my Instagram, and email address if you want to get in touch. Until next time, though, thank you very much for listening to this review, and please enjoy your time. Anytime you either get to go to the movies or you're you're stuck on lockdown watching films at home like The Hunt. 